Welcome to the Level Up Your Life podcast with Erica Dale, where you will get real and relevant information to help you grow your network marketing business and level up your life. Hey, listeners, happy Monday. Hope your day has been amazing so far. We just came off of Valentine's Day weekend, and Valentine's Day isn't really something that I think is uh, that we celebrate like crazy as far as my husband Jesse and I go, but what we really love to celebrate is it was our, our first date um, February 14th, 2014. So seven years ago was kind of the, the launch of our journey. So that's what we celebrated this weekend. We had a blast and just so blessed to be here in South Florida, enjoying the warmth and the sunshine. And, um, it does a lot for my psyche, but wanted to come in here today. Today's topic is near and dear to my heart. Um, one of the things, especially in network marketing is, going out and being a recruiter, recruiting new, what I call teamies or distributors, or um, I don't know what you call them in your team, but it is a, a part of this industry that is one of the most important parts, how you grow faster, it's how you build a team, but I think it's also something that a lot of people struggle with. And so I wanna give you guys 10 tips that you can take away right now and start implementing and hopefully you'll start to see more or um, more results more people coming into your business but first as always I want to highlight one of our listeners that left a review and um, sometimes I don't know who you guys are because the way that the podcast usernames are they're sometimes just really really weird but this one I actually do know. This comes from Jay Laporta, Julie Laporta. Check her out on social media. She is an amazing woman. Um, and if you guys are the praying type, I know she's struggling with some health things today. So definitely say a little extra prayer for Julie. But she says, inspirational, five stars. Erica is such an inspiration. She always goes above and beyond in everything that she does. Erica is not just a leader. She works right beside you to encourage you and teach you to be the best you can be. The way she lives her life personally and business-wise is an example for us all. What a blessing. Well, Julie, I love you. I appreciate you. And you, my my dear are a blessing to me and to so many others so keep being that light in this world so let's dig in deep I've got 10 tips for you guys I hope if you're in a place to take notes that you will um, I think if not if not that then pause this or come back to this another times a lot of times when I'm listening to podcasts it's on the treadmill so if you're like me you may not be in a place to take notes um, but I always try to take key points and write them down or send myself a text message and then remember to go back and re-listen to things so how are we going to begin recruiting recruiting more people into our teams because this is an integral part of network marketing. Now, maybe you're not a network marketer. Maybe you are trying to bring in new clients and you want to recruit more clients. I think that this can be relevant for that as well. So number one is conversations. Conversations, you have to have a radical amount of conversations. It's a numbers game. And so a lot of times when I'm, I'm coaching my team or I, if I'm coaching one of my social media clients, I'll ask, how many conversations have you had this week? How many conversations have you had this month? Are you tracking them? Do you know? And I think that the conversations need to be specific. 
right? Don't just go out and have small talk conversations. Um, you know, those are, are okay. They're a way to start a conversation. They're a way to get in front of someone, which is better than not doing anything at all. But you need to be specific in your message. Are you going to them to talk to them about um, your product, your opportunity, your service? Are you listening for their pain points inside of your conversation? So I think that it's a numbers game and you have to go out and have the most numbers that will then eventually convert into your business. So conversations, conversations, conversations. How many conversations are you having on a daily basis? I like to set a goal for myself, right? And then this can be um, a weekly average because if I say I'm going to do 50 conversations today, well, you know, if, if life gets in the way and now I'm setting myself for, for failure, but guess what? If I don't get to it today, can I average the amount of conversations I want to have for the week? Meaning I can double up on another day if my day gets crazy. So set a number that you want to have every single day or an average that you want to have on the weekly so that you know you are trekking toward your goal or to create more results inside of your business. Number two is you need to be looking for the lookers. Most people will not see this opportunity the way that you do. Most people will not. And we have to remember, and this is a sad statistic, but at the age of 65, 97% of people are financially broke. 97% at the age of 65. And that is why I'm so passionate about network marketing and about what I do because it does give an opportunity for people to go and create some income, to go and create something that can help to supplement what they're not getting in their typical nine to five job. Um, I say this all the time, you know, when I first started this industry, I had $200 in my bank account five years ago in 2015 and I was single. I don't know how parents do it right now. You parents out there, like the way our world is right now, it's insane. It's insane. So kudos to you. But I know and I believe in my heart of hearts that every person out there needs to have a a supplemental income, a secondary income, a side hustle, something that is maybe paying for the extras or building the dreams or, or creating that legacy income. But here's the thing. People will seek and stick to their comfort zone. They're comfortable there. There's a reason that people aren't seeing this opportunity like you are. So you have to go and look for the ones that are. Who is open to the opportunity? Remember that most people are not even willing to participate in their own rescue. And that's really sad and you know, and it also can be really frustrating for us because we know what we have, we see what we have, even if, it, if it's not there for us right now, Maybe you're not where you want to be in this industry. You're not, you know, you're not a six-figure, seven-figure income earner yet, but you know it's possible. Most people out there don't even see that that is a possibility. So don't allow that to frustrate you, but go and look for the ones that do. Number three, you have to set proper expectations, meaning don't make it sound easy. Don't lie. If you guys follow me on Facebook, I actually am starting a series of Facebook Lives called The Naughty List of Network Marketing. And in that series, I'm gonna be diving in every single week to something that network marketers do that makes makes them naughty. (laughs) Meaning, you know, one of them, the reason I thought of this, one of them is um, lying about what their products do or the results. Um, lying about the income that they're making. You guys, that's not necessary for you to go and recruit new teammates. Meet, have them meet you where you are. 
talk about where you are, but then sell where you're going. Listen, I'm not a six-figure income earner yet, but I will be. That's what I'm headed for. Like whatever your goals are, it might not be six figures. Maybe it's to be the number one recruiter. Maybe it's to earn the next incentive trip. Maybe it's to to be in the top, you know, one percent of your company. Like I don't know what your goals are, but tell them where you are, and then sell them on where you're headed and what you're going to go and do. Again, don't make it sound easy. Network marketing is not easy. It's better. It can be simple depending on your systems and your strategies but it's not easy. Set the proper expectations. Make sure that you are gauging your potential new teammates needs and their wants and then meet them where they are. Again, we want to be problem solvers. We want to listen for the pain points and the problems and the issues that they're dealing with and then offer that solution. But if if we don't set up proper expectations, what they need, what they want, we may be projecting our needs and our ones on them and a lot of times it's just going to cause friction and they may never even get started or they may get started and never even take off so we want to set up the proper expectations number four is one of my favorite phrases in this industry is use a tool don't be a tool i'm going to say that again use a tool don't be a tool you guys you are not the expert and you don't need to be the expert If you are verbally vomiting on every prospect that you come across, you're probably not going to be converting very many into your business. One, if they think they have to just memorize everything you just told them, they will never say yes because that is not possible for them. So not only do you not need to know everything, but you certainly do not need to be able to regurgitate everything. Now, if you're in a company and you don't have tools, well, one, go to your, your, your leaders or your corporate and say, hey, we need to establish these things. We need tools, we need videos, we need something that we can send our potential customers and our potential teammates to. And if they aren't willing or they're incapable of doing that, then go and be the innovator and do it yourselves. Create a system that you can follow, but that you can plug your brand new people into. Because again, like I said last, it's not easy but it is simple and we need to simplify it as much as possible. So number four, use a tool, don't be a tool. Number five, we never want to beg or convince someone to join our team. Now I've done this before and you may be sitting there thinking about people you've done that before too, right? I I, I found myself um, in, in the early stages of network marketing begging and convincing and persuading and selling people on how on why they need to get started and guess what if you have to beg or convince them to join you you're gonna have to beg and convince them to actually show up and do the work you want to find people again number two you're looking for the lookers go and find the people that actually want to do this that see the potential that see the the big vision the big picture Do they actually want to be a distributor or would they be better off being a customer? Guys, I love my customers. They are not all meant to be distributors. In fact, I think my numbers are about four to one customer to distributor ratio, maybe five to one even. I love my customers. And if they're not wanting to go and build a business, I would prefer them to just stay a customer and refer people to me. That is a much better place for some people in your life. But it doesn't mean to not talk to them about it. It doesn't mean to not look and see if they're open to the opportunity. 
But again, we never want to beg or convince. And that's point number five. So number six, and this one is going to be really short, you guys, three-way conversations. Three ways, three ways, three ways. I know it's one of the weirdest parts of network marketing because as a traditional employee or, or someone you know, coming into this, that's not a norm. That's not something we're used to doing, but I'm gonna spin that because three ways or third-party validation are an integral part of all of our lives outside of network marketing. So one of the stories I always tell people is, um, have you ever you know, been at a shoe store and you're trying on shoes and you don't really need the shoes? You're like, yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I, could, I could take these or leave them, whatever. And a stranger walks by and they say, man, those shoes look really good on you. You are going to buy the shoes. That stranger just gave you permission. They just validated your buying decision. Three ways work and they are used every single day in our lives. So you need to be using them in, in your business. Now, again, I don't know how your team is set up or your business is set up. If you are not using three ways, again, go back to your leader. Go ask if this is something you can start doing and then set up the system. Make it happen, make it work because I promise you they work. Three ways in my team are done via text messages, via Facebook chats, phone calls, Zooms. Uh, if they're local to me, we, you know, we might go grab coffee. It's just having someone validate their buying decision, whether that's to buy your product or to join your team and they are very, very effective. Number seven, and if you, again, if you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. Number seven on being able to recruit, recruit more teammates into your team is BAMFAM. So that's the acronym, B-A-M-F-A-M. And BAM, BAMFAM stands for book a meeting from a meeting, meaning your role is to take your prospect, your potential distributor, from exposure to exposure to exposure to exposure until they have enough information in order to make their decision. So I don't know what your system is. For us, it's a, it's a video. It's a second video if needed. It's a three-way conversation or a phone call. It's then maybe the video of the compensation plan. Maybe it's a full presentation. Maybe it's another three-way conversation. It doesn't matter. Everyone is different. It may take them more exposures than the next person, but your job is to book a meeting from a meeting. Continue to take them to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing, until they are ready to make their decision. Number eight, and probably one of the hardest ones to listen to, is you have to work on you. We attract what we are, not what we want. So if you're not recruiting teammates into your team, it may be time to look at you. It may be time to say, what am I putting out there that I'm, I'm attracting because it's not what I want. It's not people that wanna join the team. It's not the lookers. It's not the people open to an opportunity. We don't get paid what we want. We get paid what we are. And sometimes that's hard to hear but I think that awareness is key and awareness is the only thing that, that is necessary for us to make a decision to make a change. So if you want to make more, if you wanna get paid more, you have to become more. So what personal development are you doing? What are you reading? What are you listening to? What are you watching? Are you showing up to your team events, your team calls, your team trainings? What are you doing to do the inner work in order for, the, for, for what you're attracting to become what you want. 
So number eight is work on you. And then number nine, don't ride the emotional roller coaster. <laughs> so the emotional roller coaster, guys, you've got to marry the process and divorce the results. If you know the process works or you trust the process, then just do that. Get attached to the, the result, the process. Don't get attached to the results. The results will come. They may take a little bit of time. But if you're consistent, if you're persistent, if you stay positive and keep a good attitude and take action, the process will eventually get you to the results. This is same in, in, in so many things in life. You know, I tell this to uh, when I used to coach nutrition clients. Marry the process. Trust me. Trust that what we're doing together is going to work and divorce the results. Same thing in your network marketing business or in, in your business, whatever it is that you do. You have to marry the process. My husband is one of those that he likes to prove things wrong. So when he was um, getting started in our, our nutritional platform and bringing on nutrition clients, and now we actually help to coach people who want to be nutrition coaches, and I said, well, we need to go and do this, and we need to do these things. And he's like, that won't work. So he went and did it anyways because he didn't believe it would work. And then guess what? He got results. So I need you to marry the process and divorce the results, guys. And then last but not least, number 10. Number 10 in how to recruit more teammates into your business is simply by not quitting. Not quitting. I think the only way you fail in this industry is by quitting. Remember the excitement of the first day that you got started. Remember why you got started. Put that in front of you. Have that on the forefront of your brain every single day because you will, you will have moments of this industry, of this journey that you want to quit. If you haven't had it yet, it's coming. And if you've had it before, it'll come again. Like I said earlier, it's not easy. It's also not meant to be an overnight success. So if you're not quite where you want to be, or you're feeling that, that frustration, Trust the process, divorce the results, remember why you got started, and I need you to master the mundane. The mundane is not sexy. The mundane is actually pretty freaking boring, but it's what gets you the results. It's what we have to do day in and day out. And, you know, I, I talk a lot about this. Like, I want you to set habit goals instead of big goals. I'm not saying to not set big goals, I like big goals. But I want you to set things that you can create habits with. What are three things you can do every single day that will impact your business, that will grow your business, and what can you do consistently? So if you're sitting here and you're like, oh, it's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do 100 conversations a day, well, that may not be something you can be consistent with. So what if you said, I'm going to get three people to a tool every day, and I'm not going to put my head on the pillow until I do? Maybe that's something you can do every day that you work your business. But master the mundane because those mundane activities will be what get you going, will get you the results. And again, remember why you started. Remember the excitement. Remember um, the big picture that you saw. And keep that somewhere where you can see it because I think that a lot of times it's not a lack of motivation, it's a lack of clarity. We don't lack motivation. Motivation will be there if you have clarity, if you know what you're trying to accomplish, if you know where you're headed, 
the motivation will be there. So again, guys, these are the 10 tips that I wanted to give you to go out and recruit more people in your team. So if you're getting something out of this, I just love the people that are stepping up in this network and giving me reviews, leaving them. If you're on, if you can't leave a review, guys, screenshot this, share it to your social media, tag me. I will repost anything that I am tagged in. Go share it with your teams. Go share it with your new distributors. I know that this industry is not the the easiest. I know that recruiting new teammates is one thing that most people struggle with. I've recruited over 100 teammates in the last five years into my team following some of these steps. And again, knowing that it's not something that I'm going to know how to do overnight, but that I'm willing to learn, that I'm willing to stay consistent with that I'm willing to be here for the long haul. So thanks guys for hopping on. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you. I love you. We will see you right back here on Thursday with another episode of Level Up Your Life. Thank you for tuning in to Level Up Your Life with Erica Dale. If you're loving this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you never miss any episodes. And of course, your five-star reviews are much appreciated. Be sure to check out whoisericadale.com for more free content and tips to help level you up.